Hi, this is Mina Adekoya. This is the first episode of the Project Random podcast. And today we have a very interesting topic. We also have a very interesting guest. His name is Soji. And he is the Ife Prince, apparently. So, <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about. Well, let me just tell you what the Project Random podcast is. It is basically my fascination with different things and different topics and different issues. And well, basically me tearing it apart with my friends. <laughs> and maybe just rationalizing it and making some sense to it. So obviously, I would love it if any of my listeners could join in the conversation. We're on Twitter at da, that's da, project random. So that is at da project random. Feel free to join us on Twitter, and well, basically, I, I will try to to convince as many people as possible. Uh, we also have an email, so if you have any stories you would like us to tear apart or basically just make sense of or share, or you would like to be a guest, uh, feel free to send me an email, projectrandompodcast at gmail.com. So that is all. So, okay, so now I'm going to get to the story. Today, we're discussing ghost husbands. <laughs> <laughs> Like half of the husbands in this world are ghost husbands. <laughs> Never. Well, well, this is a myth. In Yoruba culture and tradition, apparently there's a there's a particular legend. There's, there's a myth called the Akudaya. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it well. If I am not, please correct me. Feel free to correct me. Send me a message. Send me, you know, a recording of you pronouncing it properly. <laughs> Pronouncing it properly, too. Yeah, make sure you're pronouncing it properly, too, because I'll make fun of you if you're not. Mm. <laughs> well, basically, I don't think they're all men or, or women or children. I'm just, well, that's what this is. This is about. This is a story of a ghost husband. So, sometime in 2013, Tai Lulu Abdurrahman knocked on the door of her grand uncle. She was expecting a very warm welcome with three kids in tow and heavily pregnant as she got <laughs> diddly squat. <laughs> she got the surprise. She got the surprise of her life. And the story was the uncle, I'm sorry to make fun of her. It's, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not making light of it. It's not funny. It's just. Definitely. I'm sure. I'm just. It's just. If you're watching it from the outside, I'm sure it'd be funny to be a comedic <laughs> moment. And she knocked on the door, expecting a warm welcome from her grand uncle and his family, and she got diddly squat. Her uncle was surprised that she was scared by his nephew because apparently his nephew had been dead for 20 years hmm. yeah and to even further cement the point like to say it very well he showed her the grave <laughs> <laughs> like that day <laughs> wow that's... and that was a brutal shock to her because um she had seen her father like less than maybe 30 minutes before that moment and he just described the house to her and she just went there and knocked with the kids and that was it and she never saw him again now i'm I'm going to tell you the background story of Tae Lulu. Tae Lulu was a twin. She had a twin brother, Kende. Kende Lulu. <laughs> I don't know if that's how they pronounce it, but it's Kene. No, no, definitely. <laughs> it was Kene. He was a brother. And according to her, she and her brother 
were raised in this house with access to electricity through a generator, constant money, and uh, what's it called? And absolutely, and they didn't go to school, they didn't do anything. I think it has to be in law against stuff like that. I'm just saying. But they didn't go to school, they didn't do anything, they just basically lived and lived well. And every single time she asked her dad for money, he was willing to give her money. Then they had something called a tonner, which is a god, a god <laughs> that uses that that is used to find your way home. Oh. So so they'll break it in front of the as they get out as they get out of the house they break it right there in front of the doorstep and from there on they'll be able to go out get some money go out buy what they need to buy my point is wait when they spend this money really good when they spend this money does the money vanish is it real money <laughs> <laughs> oh, is, is, it, is it fake? I don't know. How does this money, where does this money come from? <laughs> is it coins? Is it dollars? It's the Naira. <laughs> <laughs> what money is it? <laughs> Anyways, her dad didn't have a job, but he always had money. This stinks of, you know, like a cartel leader or something. Like some. No, blood money. Eh, no blood money. Like, I'm just thinking from a rational point of view, a guy that always has money. Maybe he robbed a bank like millions <laughs> of years ago and just had money. And instead of putting it in the bank, he put it inside a gourd. What? <laughs> <laughs> so every time they so broke they it. To break the gourd. To get it. To get it, like a piggy bank. Yeah. Keeping a piggy bank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. So this was. Um, this was our experience. This is what this is what she did. This is what happened. And the reason why she got booted out of the community because it was a community was many years. Well, after she had grown to a certain age, she got married, and she got married to another person who was also a ghost. See, so she, her father was a ghost. Her father was a ghost. Yeah, her father was a ghost. He 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 had died twenty years prior to the time she knocked on her uncle's door. Okay. Yes, and then her husband was also a ghost. Now she had four kids for this. <laughs> Maybe half ghosts. Half ghosts. Like, yeah. So it must have like superpowers like and stuff. So when she got married to this man, she just kept on living her life normally and her brother when he came of age to marry mm. her father picked a woman for him and he rejected it and said he wasn't going to get mar- married to one of them and when she asked her brother what that meant he said you wouldn't understand you're just a woman so there's even patriarchy in the ghost world mm. Mm. anyways <laughs> <laughs> so they used to be human just carried it to the spirit world man <laughs> a few months down the line from that incident her brother was eating one day, he choked, and then he died, and that was it. And uh, right the minute after her brother died, her father had no remorse. He took the body and just buried it somewhere that she couldn't find it. And she asked her brother, she asked her father, where he buried the brother? And he was like, oh, by the way, um, so some clerics came and buried him and prayed over his body, and he's been, you know, we've buried him already. And then she was like, um, clerics didn't come, didn't come. Oh my god! <laughs> clerics, clerics didn't come. Clerics didn't come when I had children. When I had three children to pray yeah, over my three kids, they came to pray over my brother. That is ridiculous. And then she now started to, you know, insist on meeting her family, her father's family, and her husband's family. Her father had already told her that they're from Ocean State, and you know. Oh my word. <laughs> So she had already known that that was her roots. She insisted that her dad take her to Ocean State. And then her dad did. 
he took her there and then vanished 30, sec 30 minutes before um, she knocked on her uncle's door. So that is basically the story. But according to her, she didn't know that people used to walk. She didn't know about that walk, walk life. She didn't know that. She didn't know. She didn't like employment. She didn't know jack shit. She just knew <laughs> that money used to come out of God. Money just comes out of the piggy God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she didn't know anything. Uh, so she was walking. like, so she was like, oh my God, I, I'm suffering so much now. <laughs> I'm working. So, like, she didn't know that you needed to work to get money, and she didn't know that hmm. she was too young to have had three children by 20. She didn't know. There's so many things that she didn't know. So, basically, she stayed with her in laws for, I think, a, a week or two when they clearly showed that they weren't interested in helping out or welcoming her. She decided to go look for her mom's people. Hmm. She went there, met a reporter, spoke to him. Um, that's how her story got out actually and after that she now went to see her husband's people because a cabbie stopped in the middle of the road saw her or was it bike man i'm not quite sure stopped and told her that it was her birthday and he was going to give her a new phone i don't know what that gist was all about but that was reported in the newspaper i don't know what that means that was it and then um i think she ran into somebody uh, she she was at the mosque and then a man appeared and he said why was she keeping her kids away from his grand from his grandparents that so she should take the kids home to his grandparents that's his her husband's parents and then she had no money obviously she actually borrowed 200 naira from a cleric and basically biked her way all the way to that place to, to get all this because the threat was that if she didn't do that her kids would die every one of them would die so she did that and she got there and obviously she got the same welcome that she got at home because they don't know who she is oh, as of 2013 she was still heavily pregnant i'm sure she's giving birth by now just 2016 no. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure she's giving birth and I, and I wonder i wonder about this story because this is a yoruba myth and when i was a child i heard this story about a guy that died months or rather years before and one day his wife who had moved to it or his sister who had moved to a different state altogether saw him in the market just like alive just yeah just randomly in the market randomly buying shit buying tomatoes he was buying stuff like a person like a normal <laughs> person and she freaked and as she was freaking out she, you know, she turned to say, hey, come see my brother. And then his Dude, brother vanished. Like, literally vanished right there in front of her. Like an Hollywood movie. Exactly. <laughs> the, the worst part of it, the whole story, was that I think his family was close by and they literally saw him vanish as well. Hmm? Yeah, so, and then the sister... <laughs> Who, by the way, I'm sure doesn't have money. <laughs> now it's not responsible for a wife and three kids. And this is this is a myth that is very puzzling to me because I'm not saying that these things aren't real or it's real. But as anybody this uh, as anybody checked her out mentally to see if she's <laughs> bipolar, you know, because people make up stuff. I mean, there's a lot of mental illnesses in Nigeria, and we don't yeah, know no. what is going. I'm not saying she a reality isn't real. If it's not real, there's no God or there's no generator somewhere because I'm just wondering <laughs> <laughs> so ghost needs electricity too yeah yeah much. and watch TV really so they have DSTV and they need money. who set up the DSTV for them yeah probably ghost multi-jersey <laughs> 
because there's so many parts of this story that don't make sense. Like, so you're a ghost and you eat. Well, vampires eat too, too. So if you're a ghost, like, I think it's a concept. I think maybe it's re- reincarnation. Maybe it's reincarnation. And yeah. another part of this, another part of this thing that I would like to bring to mind is Haiti, the country. Mm. A couple of years ago, precisely in um, 1981, Angelina Narcisse yeah. let out an attention-grabbing scream in an open market in the town of Le Estere. I don't know if that's how it's pronounced, it's French. The only th- and the thing about it, it wasn't that there was a robber there or anything. It's not as if anybody attacked her. The reason why she screamed was because she saw her brother. The last time she saw her brother was, well, 1962. He was sick and they took him to the hospital and right there and then he had shakes, he was he had a temperature, um, he was dehydrated. Doctor said he couldn't do anything for him and then he died. They buried him. When they were done burying him, they got on with their lives. Now, so 20 years after, he, um, she, she sees him in the marketplace. And Why is he always in the marketplace? Because it's, it's, it's pretty random. You wouldn't expect that they would be there. I know, it's cinema or something. <laughs> <laughs> and the cinema is dark. I mean, before you get into the, you know, the movie, yeah, mm, right. Buying popcorn or like right. a condom, right? Because ghosts don't eat popcorn; it's unhealthy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, according to him, he didn't die. When he was declared dead, he actually heard his sister crying. Heard the doctors when they declared him dead. He couldn't say anything. Couldn't he? Couldn't move. He couldn't open his eyes. He felt like he was in his body, but he wasn't. Like he was in his body, like in but a coma. He was, Exactly. And he was buried like that. And when he was buried, he said somebody came and woke him up. From the, they dug him out and they gave him something and he woke up. And then the minute he woke up, he was able to... They now f- drugged him again and this time into a zombie state and made him work in a farm for years. I'm, I'm very shady about the numbers. You can go do your research. Yeah, please. Internet is your friend. Google <laughs> is your friend. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, I know about the Nigerian one. I'm, I'm not sure. But I'm trying to link the two stories. And Haiti has a lot of um, history from Africa. And yeah, I would um, be very oh, sh- absolutely oh. sure that there are a couple of Yorubas living in Haiti oh, and having, I'm sure about that. So I'm sure that maybe it's, a, maybe it's an evolved Akudaya, you know, that's led to the zombie culture. Can you imagine that the root, the exact root of zombie culture is your is from Yoruba yeah. culture? I mean, I, I thought it was Haiti before because that was the original story that I heard. But the first time I heard the Haiti story, I thought about the Akudaya story. But I wasn't, I didn't make the links until I read Tai Lulu's story. And now I can make the connections because I think that there's a whole lot of things that we don't know. Because of this, there's this idea that everything that cannot be explained is... It's not real. Not, not that it's not real. It's not... Um, is spiritual. Oh. Which... And it, it just feeds your superstition, pretty much. That is the story. There's so many stories like that from Haiti. He's not the only one. There's a woman, too, that disappeared for, like, five years. And, you know, you just saw her ran, walking randomly on the street. And the, do you know the funniest thing? Um, Clavius Nassis, the, the guy, the brother of um, Angelina, mm. used to come to the house like and dress like a mad person. 
and they didn't recognize him. He used to come check up on, on them. And the reason why he thinks that it happened to him was because at that particular point in time, he and his brother were having a dispute on land. Does this sound, it sounds very Nigerian. Before he died? Yes. They were having a dispute on land, I think some property that his father, their father had left for them. When he was dug up, he was told that he was his brother that initiated the death. Because of that, he couldn't return home because he was scared that his brother would do it again or would try to kill him this time and probably succeed. When his brother died, that's when he was able to move around properly and actually go home. So I think, and and from what I hear about the Haiti um, zombies, um, it is, it is um, triggered by a toxin that is injected into the victim, who, which now fakes uh, death and then the person is buried like that. And it's one or two things. It's either the person is dug up and killed properly, or the person is dug up, given the antidote, and given another drug to put the person person in a controllable state. So that's what leads to the zombie culture. And the thing about it is there's so many stories like that. There's so many instances of people rising up from the dead and although not eating flesh or brains. Yeah, I was going to ask that. <laughs> <laughs> not eating flesh. Zombies, don't they like try to suck your brain out? Yeah, well, no, 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 no. They, 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 apparently they're just regular human beings that didn't die. And so when, the Americans just had to... Yeah, they had to make it more... Yes, they had to make it more gory because it wasn't gory enough to... Boring. Yeah, it wasn't gory enough for you to be buried alive for six, you know, six feet under... And you know, for days and be famine, well, and be famine. exactly. Terrorizing. Exactly. <laughs> you know, the things that we do to other human beings is whoa. It's the horrible things that we do to other human beings is we have no limits, mm-hmm. and li- we literally Literal. have no limits. Now that I've told the story, um, we could tear it apart a bit if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I think so, the story tears itself apart. <laughs> <laughs> you think the story tears? The story tears itself apart to some extent. I mean, because first of all, why in the world do you want to inject someone with a toxin to kill the person, then raise the person up from the dead? To work on a farm. To work on a farm. Why? As in, oh, well, is it like they, they advanced need, slavery? They, something? Yeah, something. It's a, advanced slavery. And again, I don't think all of them work on a farm. Maybe they do. Yeah, some of, them, yeah some of them were made to do things for the... Um, the, the person that raises, that raises them up is a, is, a, um, is a high priest called Boko. Haram. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Boko or something like that. So... I really don't know how to pronounce these words. Please forgive me. I mean, if you're from I'm Haiti British. and you're listening to me and you like, oh my God, this girl is killing our language. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm very sorry. Even my own, I can't pronounce this word. Don't be angry. Anyways, <laughs> proceed. <laughs> so proceed. That sounds too. Yeah. Um, I don't know why anybody won't do that, like I said, but at the end of the day, it sounds like ridiculous fantasy type thing mm. I don't know some people who say they, they saw somebody that they knew that died long ago in the market roaming freely I've heard these things as a Yoruba guy you grow up or a Yoruba person you grow up hearing these fables you know maybe it's just to scare you like all oh, this willy willy and all those things like that yeah, but, so. but have you have you ever had anybody that you know for sure 
like you? when I mean no, 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 for sure. Like as in, like no, this person says, oh, I definitely oh, saw like this. Someone that had the experience. Yes, that saw this person. No, no, because no. I've heard I'm, things. I mean, because I'm I'm very fascinated by the Akudaya myth. I'm, I I would like to know people that have seen this person like literally vanish right in front of them. Yep. Like how does he do it? Is it like in a mist way or <laughs> or you just blink and it's no more there? Sparkles. Exactly, sparkles. Is it like the sun just blights your eye and then all of a sudden you can't see anything? Like I would like to know how the vanishing happens. And then those who have lived with them, what do they eat? Is it regular spaghetti and beans? I want to know. Well, I mean, I, I don't know why it goes to eat, but if if you're in human, do they human do they sleep? No, I want to. I want to see. This is scientific. This is a scientific mm. discovery here. Yeah. Like it means that human beings can live for longer than they actually die. No, well, well no, no, just the body. No, well, they can live. Then there's another theory actually that they are actually genes that inhabit these bodies. Like what? Jinns. Um, it's a it's a Muslim. It's a Muslim uh, being. No, well, it's not Muslim. It's, uh, it's in the Quran. Yeah, it's said in the Quran that there are spirits that live in an alternate universe that can come into our universe. Possession. Something of that sort. So they can possess a dead person and then go on to live as this person. They will make this person's life and this person's thing. But the point is, why don't they just? live in the person's family. I mean, if this person has a lot of money. Because mm. sometimes, um, some of these families, they come from really rich. Some of these people come from really rich Some homes. actually come from, like, to middle, low class. Yeah, some of them do, but it I'm gets, just... It goes across the board. Yeah. Like, for instance, is you know, there's, there's this thing about names in Yoruba culture, when they call someone Baba Tunde, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Tunde, mm-hmm. things like that. So it's said that when say someone's father dies at the time when his wife gives birth mm-hmm. there's there's this um belief. What I say, belief that the spirit of the father goes into the baby and the baby is born so essentially the father is reborn mm, so she's raising her father that's nice pretty much <laughs> that's nice that's so nice and if guy was wicked she can get to whip him <laughs> that's so nice yeah anyway so I, I don't know if that's like a version of Akudaya, but I think Akudaya, they like go elsewhere totally. Yeah, Akudaya goes elsewhere. They they die, they, they, die they are buried. They are the same person. They are buried, they are the same person. Same person. And they go, they're, they're somewhere else and they're living completely different. So, like, so basically, they have one family in, in, in town A and yeah. go all the way to town Z yeah. to procreate. Procreate, yeah. To live, like, live regular lives. Like, live regular lives, have, have regular jobs and mm. stuff. So, yeah. So I'm thinking. In the in the issue of say Baba Tunde, mm-hmm. that dies, spirit kind of slithers his way into the baby, and he gets <laughs> That's reborn. So weird. So he has to kind of like grow back to an adult. Yeah. But this so Akudaya that's, dude, dude doesn't. That's doesn't, another thing. Like, doesn't. It's like he just he just, dies, he dies and then and, and he reappears body. and then reappears somewhere else and just starts living. Dude is grown. Like he's, he's grown. grown. He already has same his, body. He already same has his attitudes. Guy. Set in his ways. Probably ha- same clothes. Like. You know, <laughs> chauvinistic if yeah. he is, wife beater if he is. Alcoholic, if he is, alcoholic, everything, and then he just—he's just alive. <laughs> yeah. So the the question is, when this Akudaya guy died, did his body 
Did what he happened? come said, back from I would the like, dead? Did I would he like, dig himself out of the I would grave? Like, I would like to true. know. Maybe enter a boss. Enter a boss. <laughs> Who paid? <laughs> How did Who he paid? get money? Maybe there was money in his pants, the pants he was buried in. Right, right, right. <laughs> right, that would make so much sense. I'm thinking how the Babatunde one makes sense makes a bit of sense yeah even abiku you know, makes a little bit of sense abiku does ones i don't i don't really know why they do what they do <laughs> <laughs> they just like switch on and off i don't know mm-hmm. but this akudaya do just travel and the thing is it's not even, it's not even just men it's women too women oh, yeah. can do it too so okay. so women so they report like when i was young yes when i was younger i heard about oh. stories of women that actually died in point A, maybe died just before they got married or mm. died before something, something. And then they <clears throat> go on to another state, meet some handsome guy. You yeah. know, they, they tell the man that, oh, sorry, I don't have any family members. Exactly. They're all dead. And then go on to live this life, have kids with this guy. Yeah. And then this guy is like, wait, woman, you mean to tell me that nobody. there's nobody. nobody? And she's like, um, there's this like grandmother <laughs> that lives in one state. <laughs> And it's like, oh, okay, let's go there with family and children and everything. And they all get there. And five seconds before they get to the door, she's like, bro, I'm coming. I want to go and say hi to one person. And she disappears. And she exactly. Goes, no, my story now is, what happens to that person that disappears? Does the person disappear back to the back. home? No. Or disappears to another state. To another state and starts all over again. Like, man, that is so wicked. That is weird. So is it like the only reason why they come to, to life is because they haven't fulfilled exactly what Maybe. they're supposed to have done? So she, her dream in life was to get married, have kids. Could it be that they, you know, there's, have you ever heard of these stories where, you know, somebody dies Mm-hmm. Maybe see some a white light, mm-hmm. and maybe God tells the person, "You have not finished your assignment. Go back." <laughs> and the person comes back from the dead. By that time, he's buried or something. I don't know. Everybody just assumes he's dead. Mm-hmm. Some don't. Some are not buried. They just wake up, and everybody be like, "Oh, it's a miracle." But some are already like, "Is a done deal. This person is dead." So by the time he wakes up, maybe he's scared to go back to the family not to freak them out or something so he decides to just move out um excuse me if i died and i woke up and i can get out of my grave i will come back home i'll run away from you (laughs) (laughs) i will come back home would you be wait are you kidding me would you worry about me so where would i what would i live i'll live under the bridge never be the same again of course i wouldn't that's normal yeah i mean our relationship will never be the same i'll be i'll look at you like then i wouldn't talk to you again I mean, why are you talking? That's you, simple. You woke up from the dead. It'd be simple. Why are you very talking? Simple. So, um, I would like to know if, um, if you have any thoughts on the Akudaya myth, if you have had any close uh, contact with this person, um, just. I'm just putting out there. I don't mean to make fun of myths, or that's not my thing. The thing is to rationalize the myths that we have on ground, and this is one of them. Um, this has always had a fasc- I've always had a fascination for this particular myth because I heard it so long ago when I was a kid, and I always it always struck me, and always you know it always made me think, oh, that's such an or that's such a horrible thing to do, like die go start a family somewhere else 
then when the family insists on um, meeting yeah, your family, out, then you now vanish. You vanish like like that, just, just like vanish. That. Like it's just when you get found out. And then you just leave the other person. Like imagine if that was her soulmate. Her soulmate was a ghost. Like think you know, about I, that. I'm, I'm I'm wondering if you're married to mm-hmm. some dude that mm-hmm. happens to be an Akudaya. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't there be like some warning signs that this dude is not normal? Well, this according to like... according to Tayo Lulu, her dad never went out except oh, okay. by eleven p.m. Oh yeah, and he would go out and um, eat somewhere, and then one day she begged him t- to take her out, and he took her with him, and when he got there, she saw a pot that had no firewood underneath was boiling. Oh, I think no. I should have led with that story. <laughs> Anyways, the pot was That's boiling. <laughs> the pot was boiling and there was nothing in there was food inside and she, it, the lady a lady was dishing out the food. And um Taya Lulu, ignorant child that she is, says, Daddy, daddy, daddy there's no there's no fire inside the steam. How is the pot still move, still boiling? Mm. Dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> And then the lady goes, and the woman serving the food goes, um, yeah, so this girl's not supposed to be here. She's not one of us. Yeah, um, get her out. Obviously. And that was the last time she saw that. And ever since then, she's stopped eating her dad's food, started cooking hers. I'm like, duh, of course you can start cooking your food yourself. <laughs> like, that is basic. You're supposed to know how to cook your food. Duh. So she noticed that. How about his wife? Her, da- her mom wasn't alive. Oh, her mom was. She was mom living was just with her. She was just living. She didn't even know if her mom was late. She, did, she there's she no never, story. There's no story about her mom at all. She never met her mom. She just used to live with her dad and her brother. Wow. wow. Yeah. My, my sentiments entirely. So if you have any updates on the story, please um, send us an email or send us a recording. I will play it on my podcast. You'll be famous. I promise. <laughs> Or send us a tweet. I'll read it out as well. Thank you for listening. This is the first episode of the Project Random Podcast. Random, random, random. Random, random. Okay then. Bye. Project Random is an attribute initiative. It is supported by Law Union and Rock Insurance PLC. Music was created by Christopher Ogwehi and recorded at the Attribute Studio, Lagos, Nigeria.